Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of the LV426 Degrees of Alien, a podcast that covers every single piece of media that even remotely touches on or is influenced by or rips off or was the influence for the original film Alien from 1979, Ridley Scott's classic. And today I'm joined by Will. Hello, Will. Hello, Andrew. I am honored to be on this. I was not aware that this was going to be the inaugural episode. Well, I had to pull out the big guns and get the the greatest <laughs> guest I could. So, of course, I had to I had to get you on. Oh, thank you. You had to pull out old painless, and that's me, right? <laughs> oh yes, old painless. Hey! And, you know, if you're kind of trying to wonder what this podcast is going to bring to to the 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 many many, there are quite a few really good alien uh, and predator podcasts. I would say AVP Galaxy is one of the greatest, and then there's also the Perfect Organism podcast, and those are really good as well. But one of the things that I think is more important about what we're going to kind of talk about and cover in this podcast is we're going to be kind of covering things that are outside of just the alien and predator universes. So we will eventually be covering things that are like Terminator because there was a comic book crossover called Alien versus Predator versus Terminator. So now we could talk about the Terminator franchise. Heck yeah. Alien Predator appeared in Mortal Kombat X, a video game. <laughs> so we can talk about every single character that's ever appeared in a Mortal Kombat video game and like go off on there. We can also talk about things like Halo, which was heavily inspired by things like Predator and Alien. Uh, Predator especially, you see in the uh, elites. <laughs> they are like mm -hmm. almost exactly like the Predator design. So yeah, so I thought that that would be something that we would be able to bring to this uh, <laughs> it, bring to this podcasting community and still have fun and still talk about a whole bunch of just Alien and Predator things, but also have a more expansive uh, a view on this franchise and talk about what is the outcome of this franchise. Like what has this franchise brought to pop culture and what pop culture brought this franchise to be so i thought that was just a fun thing and i th i just think the the name is very fun <laughs> if you don't know what the name means uh in the very first alien movie and on in aliens they go to the planet lv426 and that's where the aliens are at so that is how <laughs> I came up with the name, <laughs> if you do not know. And e if you don't know any of these movies, uh, I, I still hope you have some fun. Uh, have some fun listening. So today, we are talking about a video game. And that video game is Predator Concrete Jungle. I love that because already, and I have no idea what is in store for me here, but... I like that it already sounds like a like a, a Raymond Chandler novel or something. <laughs> Amazing, yes. What's hilarious is there's actually two other predator things that are called Concrete Jungle. So there is a comic book series, one of the very first comic books that came out post the original Predator and pre-Predator 2 was Predator Concrete Jungle, which introduced <laughs> um, <laughs> Dutch's brother, who Dutch Schaefer is Arnold in the film, and he gets a brother, and it's his brother who is in, I believe it's New York, um, fighting the the Predator. It's actually pretty fun. Like those those are, those uh, original few comics are, are pretty fun, and that original like six issues that was like the Concrete Jungle was adapted into a book 
Um, so the which is which is very weird, and that was released to kind of coincide with that comic. It's really weird to see book adaptations of comic mm-hmm. books. Um, I think that's a really interesting thing, and it will be fun to talk about the differences and everything like that when we get there. But there is a very specific reason why we're going to be talking about the video game. So you'll find out as we go. First off, I guess before we get too far into this, uh, Will, what's your experience with Predator as a franchise and Alien, to be exact? Like, yeah. do you like these franchises or what? So, uh, as someone who loves science fiction, you know, uh, Star Trek was part of my early childhood education. I actually came kind of late to both of these franchises, and Predator specifically in a very backwards way. Um, in fact, I had never seen the entire first Predator film until I watched it last night at midnight just to make sure that I was ready for this podcast. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I had seen weird I had seen some of the spin-offs, some of the sequels, and of course, um, you know, engaged with uh, as you mentioned, some of the, the comic book tie-ins that existed. Just picked up things here and there, but Predator was sort of on the outskirts. In fact, for the longest time, all I'd seen of Predator, the first one, was the last like big climactic battle and then the the credit sequence with everyone smiling and having a great time which still (laughs) is one of the best credit sequences for any movie ever especially that oh Um, god i love that i love that that is such a it's so funny that is so funny we need more of that that was actually my my thought as i was watching um predator in its entirety for the first time last night. And hopefully I don't get my, my nerd card revoked or something like that. No, for no, this, but, uh... no, 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 of course. No, that's one of the things about what I want to do with this franchise is just talk about how I don't care how many of these things you've read. You're still a Predator fan or you can be introduced to this. There's It's never too late to there we go. Like, start. So there you go. And... Yeah, I think it's a it's very worthwhile. If this is your first exposure to anything Predator, dear listener, listen to this whole podcast. Follow uh, Andrew Roebuck on everything, and except for the streets. And <laughs> go check out that first film, because honestly, there's so much that stood out about it compared to how we do action movies and horror movies these days that I thought was um, very refreshing and still st- stood out at its, at its point in history and still stands out now. So it was very cool. Alien franchise, a little more straightforward. I just, I was very squeamish as a kid and until I was like 16 I was like I don't like horror I don't like horror and then I finally started getting into horror films and was thinking oh wait the reason I didn't like it was because I can think up way more terrifying stuff than this in my head I'm fine and uh yeah I really like the alien movies perfect that makes a lot of sense so let's just kind of set the set the scene a little bit so Predator Concrete Jungle this is a, a game that came out in 2005 So as far as the franchises go, and Predator in specific, you had the first Predator movie, the second Predator movie, Predator 2, obviously, and then this is released right after that very first Alien vs. Predator movie. So there's no Predators, there's no AVPR, which was the the very much not-liked sequel, but I kind of have a little bit of... I kind of like that one a little bit, but... uh, (laughs) Anyways, we'll defend that another time. Uh, But yeah, and this is really one of the first predator games that are not based off of a crossover or based off of a film because there are there were plenty of uh film related predator games like so uh, predator and predator 2 both had video games and had a lot of video games actually because they got ported to a whole bunch of systems and (laughs) each system was kind of different and the 
Alien vs. Predator series did have two video games. So there's AVP and AVP2 by this time. And you can play the Predator in both of those games, and they are really fun. AVP you can still get on, like, good old games and still... You could probably play it on any console, the 1999 one. AVP2 is kind of harder to, to track down, and we'll eventually talk about that one as well. But yeah, so there weren't a lot of video games where you could just be the Predator. And this is a third-person action game. It's developed by Eurocom, and um, it that's a British developer and you're gonna see why that's probably uh pretty apt as far as uh <laughs> why <laughs> why this is uh very much a european take on american culture as we kind of go <laughs> through it and a lot of that is because the writer of this now my friend we are talking about somebody who wrote other famous video games, uh, I'm joking, by the way, um, as in Battlestar Galactica 2003. Did you know there was a 2003 Battlestar Galactica game? Yeah, vaguely from going down Wikipedia tunnels <laughs> again after midnight. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody who was a beta tester, quality assurance for custom play golf from 2005, which <laughs> thanked in Battlesloss. 2025 the great pizza wars i love i i want to say this right now i we are laughing but there is such a rich deep amount of of obscure games out there and i love everyone who put all their work whatever it is they were doing i mean if they needed a quality assurance tester and i don't know a a writer for the, for the golf game if you were writing the golf game all the power to you what what that takes creativity to to put yourself in the headspace of i'm going to turn golf into a storyline so whatever it is uh i this is a delight and i am i am proud of everyone who's involved in all of these games now, um, you know this writer. You know this writer Do very, I? very well. Didn't really write a lot of video games, whole bunch of comic books. Oh my. Do you know who wrote this? No! Grant Morrison. Oh! <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, would you please... T- <laughs> who is Grant Morrison and, um... Why did, as we were about to start this podcast, did you specifically say that you were surrounded by Grant Morrison books? <laughs> I mean, I was I was setting the scene. Um, I I told you as as we turned on the mic, I said, "Well, I I have my headphones on. This was more for my own benefit. Headphones on, coffee not spilled all over my things, and just glancing at. Uh, actually, I I have my brand new copy of." Uh, the Doom Patrol Omnibus, uh, Volume 3, right next to me. Yeah, I said Surrounded, because I am, by Grant Morrison books. I had no, no idea, up until you just got a weird quiver in your voice a second ago, and I realized what the synchronicity of this all was. Grant Morrison! Well, as I said, if I were going to pick a somewhat mainstream author who was going to also work on a golf video game, uh, it would be Grant Morrison. They have been around uh, in the industry, independently uh, working in the 60s. They started out at the age of uh, 15-ish or so, I believe, and uh, Grant worked their way up 
uh, through all sorts of weirdness, kind of wanted to just be a rock star originally, musician and all that, but ended up uh, as part of the British invasion, coming over to DC Comics, working with uh, Karen Berger in Vertigo in the uh, end of the 80s, throughout the 90s. Doom Patrol, which you can currently uh, watch a live-action adaptation of, loose adaptation, but I think it carries a lot of the spirit. Um, stars Brendan Fraser as Robot Man! That is uh, heavily inspired by uh, Grant's work on the comics, and uh, Grant also went on to create uh, things like The Invisibles, which is a fantastic series uh, that ties right in with all the 1990s conspiracy paranoia, but twists it all around into a real positive approach to life, not getting bogged down in the paranoia of, say, X-Files. I would say it starts X-Files, it ends Men in Black, and is a fun ride all the way through. Nowadays, you can uh, catch Brave New World, uh, Grant adapted that, uh, working with, I believe, BBC, and, uh, there's a live-action adaptation I've not had a chance to check it out. And Grant is also partly the glue of our friendship, uh, Andrew. I, I now understand why you wanted this to be the first episode with me involved in it, because, uh, some of our earliest conversations were us just riffing on, on Grant Morrison, and, uh, and also, uh, Grant's, I do not really want to say rival, Alan Moore? <laughs> That is a whole other thing. I have my theories on it, which is that it's actually one big joke that maybe Grant has not been let in on, but I feel like Alan and Grant Morrison, that can be a whole other comic. But Grant Morrison, to sum it all up, just a very fun, exciting, energetic, magic-obsessed comic book writer, artist, musician, magician, and apparently wrote Predator. I've known about this video game, the existence of this video game, for years. I always knew about this. I believe I did play it when it first came out. Like, I think I was at a friend's house, or maybe I just rented it. And, um, spoilers, it's not a very, it's not a great game. Like, as far as just gameplay goes, like, it it tries to do a lot of things, but it doesn't really nail it all um, super hard. And also, as we kind of go through the story, uh, it's, it's interesting, it's, it's interesting. I would describe this story for large swaths of it to feel kind of like Punisher Warzone in that it's completely unhinged in terms of its gangsters and <laughs> the rival gangs that you are kind of battling throughout this this game. I had no idea that Grant Morrison uh, wrote this. Uh, I did not realize that they had uh, contributed to the Predator or Alien universe at all, and I, I was really surprised. It is a weird game. Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Will, have you ever read many uh, 80s Punisher comics? Probably not, but um, I figured I would at least ask. <laughs> yeah, Punisher, not exactly my style um however i i've again you you absorb things as you go when you're in certain circles you you take a look at things you read through so you mentioned punisher warzone which you at least people have to know about if you know marvel comics you were saying that this predator game might come close to it in in level of unhingedness is that what you were uh, getting at andrew yeah that and how it writes uh gangs especially there are okay. some things that are um let's just say problematic we're gonna we're gonna come uh, oh, uh, acro across some uh, some things that are uh, oh, not great but um <laughs> we're gonna tackle them all uh, yep. <laughs> so this story starts where all good predator stories start where, where do you think that is well 
I would like to say starts maybe just on the edge of Earth space, maybe with a with a new <laughs> challenger approaching, or possibly already in the treetops. But I'm gonna go ahead and say, uh, since I was warned about the super Americanness of this hot dog cart. <laughs> Predator just burst right out of the hot dog cart like Slimer in <laughs> Ghostbusters. No, we have the the Predator jumps out of a stained glass win- window <laughs> in New Way City. Not New York City, <laughs> New Way City. And this is the 1930s. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. And so I'm hooked. I'm going to tell this story chronologically. The video game does not. So if you have all interested in playing this video game, there are spoilers about. So the game starts with that. You see that you see the predator fling out of this uh, stained glass window, and he's beat up. The predator is missing uh, his his helmet. Um, he's got like a bloody eye. He's got the crap beat out of him. And wow. to figure out why, why did this guy? Why what could have beat up the predator? Oh my! Oh my goodness! Let's let's talk about this. Uh, well, you see. He went up against the god of gangsters, Bruno Brocia. Bruno Brocia. And he 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 beat his ass. Bruno Brocia is 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 not is not that tough. Because uh, <laughs> what we find out is that the predator is hunting this this crime boss. Essentially, he is kind of coming down. It's the hottest summer in New Way City's records, and a whole bunch oh, yeah. of mysterious crimes are happening. Oh, that's how it goes. Oh yeah, because you know what you know what kind of beast is haunting New Way City? The New Way Devil. Who is the New Way Devil? It's you, the Predator. Whoa. <laughs> I thought that was really dumb. <laughs> like <laughs> like why would you not like cuz like I get it. You were doing like New Jersey Devil, but like why would you like why would you just new way devil does not sound good. like it sounds like that's like the devil that shows up to church and is like i'm christian now i'm yeah. a new i'm preaching the new way hey guys let's rap for a second turns chair around backwards uh, it's a youth pastor the winner's youth- just like a youth the Oh, oh, dark territory. Okay, no, 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 Ricky. Oh no, that's not what I meant. I know, oh, I know. Just say it. But, but, yep. dear, dear Grant Morrison, if you're listening right now, I, I hope you can pick yourself up off the floor from the hysterics we have just put you in. I feel like that is really along Grant's uh, vibe. Hey, I just want to ask though. So you said this is non-linear. It's set 1930s. It's called, you know, concrete jungle. I, I was, I was kind of giggling to myself a little bit because I got a sense that this was going to, you know, it could have a a noir or hard-boiled theme to it, but they really are leaning into it. Andrew, does the Predator narrate this? Is it like... (laughs) And then like saxophone or... Click, 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 click. Uh, no, it starts out no- noir, but quickly becomes cyberpunk. 
I am good with that. I mean, that, that basically, that, that, that is a direct lineage right there. That is, okay, great. <laughs> I mean, you, you are correct. Like, uh, yeah, cyberpunk was like, especially like good cyberpunk was actually pretty noirish in, in tone. So mm-hmm. you're correct. So that, that does work. So the Predator has shown up. It's one of the hottest re- summers in New Way City. He has shown up and he is kind of in the middle of a crime w- wave. So Bruno Broja is like trying to re-get all of his men and territory to fight the Irish gang which is his <laughs> rival and he is winning and it's like you start to play when it's like this big huge gang war so all everyone's like firing and, and shooting at each other and Bruno is going to be the victor and he's finally like yes I did it I took it over and then you show up at his museum and just kill him <laughs> 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 Predator just strolls on in, right? Just, well, here yeah. we go. I'm gonna go take down a guy, and then I get his skull, and everyone will give me a high five when I get back home. <laughs> I made a so, gang war worse. So, oh! like, so, <laughs> so the Bruno Broja, for whatever reason, is hanging out in this museum, and like, I'm not sure if he owns this museum or maybe he's just a fan of the arts. But the gang war is happening, and his wife is pregnant, and she is giving birth in the museum, and Whoa. she's like. Bruno, I need a hospital. And he's like, no, he must be born with the sound of gunfire in his ears and know about the smoke of defeat of our enemies. Parenting tip, no gunfire near babies. <laughs> and she's like, uh, like, uh, dude, I could really like use a hospital. Like, I don't want to like, give birth during a gang war. But while, while that's happening, the Predator is just sneaking through <laughs> this museum and just taking people out and just like killing all of his dudes <laughs> and then you have like this boss battle with with bruno and it's supposed to be like oh yeah this is gonna be like a big epic boss battle he looks like a very a typical gangster but he's like super built like it's like if arnold schwarzenegger was a gangster right. um like like an old-timey 30s gangster and he just like he's a big brute and he's got this huge battle axe and he's also got this like weird i think it's egyptian shield that he just like took so like i, I think that okay, good like, i'm glad he stole these from the museum rather than this just being his gimmick that he walks around new way city with a battle axe and a motep's shield with a viking battle axe and an egyptian shield and- yeah you're just getting way too close to being a Batman villain, and and I mean a '60s <laughs> Batman villain at that point. Again, Grant would do it, but what? Well, hey, Predator and Batman have fought three yes, times. Yes, they have. Yes, three they... times. Technically four. Technically four, because uh, the the Justice League crossover. But oh <laughs> uh, yes. Anyways, back on topic. Predator is beating up an appreciator of fine art in a museum while this legitimate businessman's wife gives birth near gunfire. Continue. Predator wins. Predator beheads him. And Predator goes into where his wife is, is being born and he's like, hey, here's the here's the, the head of your husband. Thought you'd want to keep this. And he, for whatever reason, he takes his mask off to look at her. Like he was like, and he starts like doing the clicking. And she's like, what, you think you're the boss now just because you took off his head? What are you talking about? I, I, I think she doesn't speak British, but just for the sake of my interpretation, she does. Why not? And he is basically, and like the Predator like, looks at her confused and he's like, whoa, what's going on? And the baby she has is like not doing well, like not doing so hot. I, I couldn't imagine it's because he wasn't born in a hospital, but whatever. The baby is like sick and like dying. 
So she does the natural thing. What do you think she does? Asks Predator to be the godparent and also save her baby? She just shoots the Predator in the eye. She just takes a gun and like a revolver out of her out of her dress and just shoots him in the eye. You know what? <laughs> Frankly, if you're a part of that environment already, obviously she's been exposed to gang war and all sorts of things. And Predator, if Predator just walks up on anyone, especially after they've had a baby, I, I, I follow her train of logic here in which she thinks, I'll just shoot the monster in the face, then deal with my ailing baby. That is just, that's just reasonable. And the Predator blood covers them both. That will be important later, but just just know. And then the uh, the gangsters show up, and the gangsters like the predator runs because he's injured, and that's where the game starts. So that's a flashback oh. that you get like six levels in um, to find out the true story. But you start out in the game jumping out and escaping that, and apparently that museum was connected to a church because you jump out of stained glass. I was like, <laughs> okay, why not? Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> And you you just kind of find yourself in the middle of this gang war that you have, of course, helped start. And you just fight the gang. And then you also fight the cops. And you're also kind of running around uh, because you're kind of beat up. And you don't have all your gear because um, you took off all your gear to take off your helmet. And then you got shot by some lady. And then you ran away. So you left all your gear there. And you're like, oh, goodness gracious, I'm going to get in so much trouble from my predator dad. Oh, no, he's going to be so mad at me. So you, you start running through this thing and you're trying to get back to your ship. So you want to get back to your ship so you can get off this planet or like show back up and blow up the museum and get your stuff back. Yeah, right. <laughs> of course. As, of course. And as you're jumping around trying to get out, um, you jump on a roof that just collapses. Like you jump on a roof that just com- completely collapses and the Predator is like, ugh, <laughs> Mondays. <laughs> like the Predator's like on his back and the Predator is just like, ugh. I can't believe I got up today. And he just decides to kill himself. What? He he, he does the like little, because you know at the end of the first movie where he's like. Yeah, 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 yeah. The sore loser so, thing, which was a point I wanted to bring up at another point. That the oh, Predators yeah. are just sore losers. Sore they are losers. not honorable warriors. But no, continue. Is this so, the end of the game? Is it a six minute <laughs> game? What happens? No. So here's the weird thing. So for whatever reason, when he does that, it doesn't blow him up. It blows his ship up. Wow. And the ship. Freddy like, the does Predator, like... your day sucks, buddy. <laughs> and I don't know if that was a glitch or like this was written as in every time that the Predator uses that and explodes, his ship is just parked right beside him. And that's why, <laughs> like in that first movie, like the only reason why <laughs> the explosion happened directly under him is Arnold fought him right under his ship and he just couldn't see it. Like, I don't know what that implies. <laughs> like, I don't understand. And he's obviously, whatever the reason, he wants to die, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ship explodes, doesn't kill him, but like destroys the city. The city. Oh yeah. Uh, most of the city, most of New Way City is just in rubble because a big predator blew up like a nuclear bomb essentially yeah so then the predators like family shows up and they're like what the fuck dude why you do this you know you just we're supposed to hunt in private and you're just sitting there and you made everyone know our business like what's wrong with you dude so what they do is they take him and they exile him they put him on a planet they put him on this weird planet with a bunch of scorpies there's a bunch of scorpions he gets left like a little spear 
and he has to fight scorpions. He's banished. He's going to die. They leave him there. (laughs) What? How? And then... (laughs) Keep going. Keep going. I will never catch up with this in time. Just keep going. And then then, uh, we flash forward 100 years. Excuse me? Yeah. Excuse me. Okay. And the Predator is still on that planet, still killing Scorpies a hundred years later. He hasn't done anything other than kill these Scorpions for a hundred years. Is there, to be fair, is there anything else for this Predator to do on this planet? Is there a pinball machine anywhere? (laughs) We only see it like a desert and like a bunch of scorpions. And he's just like fighting these giant scorpions. Like, I don't know. But Man. it's like literally it's just him surrounded by like a, a piles and piles of scorpion corpses. And then his <laughs> like his fam comes, picks him up. And they're like, oh, sorry, uh, work ran late. Like we should have picked you up in practice earlier. Sorry, I had to stay here after school and just kill all these scorpions for a hundred years. It's like Bart Simpson writing on the chalkboard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I will not try to detonate an entire city. <laughs> just because I am a sore loser in the fine tradition of all the other losers in the Predator franchise. <laughs> so they they come up to him and they go, hey, do you want to earn your honor back? Obviously, you get all this delivered to you with like um, mysterious narration. You don't really know who's there narrating it because it's not the Predators because they're not having conversations. So it's mm. like a lady's just sitting there going like, and then the Predators learned that they were the prey. And then they they go to talk about what's what's been happening in on Earth, right? Uh-huh. So it turns out that when Predator blew up New Way City, he didn't really destroy all of the planet and a bunch of his technology. Uh, sorry, the the city and a lot of his technology got left behind. Mm-hmm. And they've reverse engineered all the Predator technology to have like a super amazing city because now it's twenty thirty. By the way, just because oh, it's hundred wow. years, we're getting close and, then. And, uh, yeah, we are. We are. And do you know what the new name of the city is? Oh, man. It is New New Way City, isn't it? <laughs> it's almost. It's Neonopolis. What? <laughs> Neonopolis. I don't know. Neon signs? Hello. Neon. Ne- Hello. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. You know what? Yeah. Okay, fine. Neonopolis. Props to, to the, the planning committee that decided not to be New New Way City. <laughs> and it turns out predators who any predator that gets near that city gets captured because the they have like these like advanced freeze guns and they've used all the technology and they've captured a bunch of predators so mm. they're like do you want to own your honor back you have to like go and re- get rid of your mistakes to which i am like you, you couldn't have just had him do that like even 50 years earlier it probably wouldn't be as bad like <laughs> <laughs> You waited a hundred years before you like went and went. Oh yeah, like can you like just like a hundred years is a long time? Can you like just imagine just like all of a sudden be like, hey, 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 you remember that guy? That guy who blew that place up a hundred years ago? Whatever happened to that guy? They're like having oh they're having coffee and stuff, and they're like, I think he's still on that planet with all the scorpions. <laughs> so like and they're like, oh maybe we should get that guy and just send him over there. So I. I wanna. I I I see several flaws in the. I don't. I do not know how the government of predator society works. They're supposed to be nomadic tribes. They reference that in there, so it's all like all like nomadic tribes. 
Okay. It's the same tribe. It's the same tribe. Okay, but they're kind of they're they're like sort of Mandalorians. Cause all I'm thinking is a. Again, yeah, you waited 100 years to deal with this problem as you've been losing predators, you've been sending them to Earth, and you're seeing that their A, technology is being taken, B, they're being taken captive. And I could see the first, as you say, 50 years being like, well, you know, it's a small problem, let them, that's their problem, let them deal with it. After a while, you're gonna come around and think, mm, we should do something about this. At which point they decide, Say, remember the epic failure who caused all this? Sounds like the perfect person to fix this situation. I bet 100 years isolated in the desert, just trying to gaze up at the stars peacefully for five minutes, but no, having to once again fight off another scorpion alone, no one to talk to, slowly being driven mad by the heat and hostility. That's the guy who's learned his lesson. We're gonna send him back to that planet. He will he will clean this up nicely. Mmm, give him a nice saxophone riff and a and a and a mysterious voiceover by the doctor's mother or something, and we are good to go. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you're not wrong. That's exactly what's happening right now. Um, so I don't care. I'm voting for that. I'm voting for him again. <laughs> I don't blame me. I voted for Predator. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the Predator has to work. Well, he doesn't have to, but he decides. Uh, the Predator now is named Scarface. Uh, because he got <laughs> shot in the eye by the lady, which apparently mm -hmm. that's how you get your name in Predator Worlds. It was like, oh, you have this grievous injury? That's your name now. So I guess I would just be like Strokey Puss or something. Like, I don't know. I don't know what they would name me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering if you get upgrades. Like, when if you're a five-year-old Predator, do they just, you're like, oh, you're Stub Toe, and then later on, Scuff Knee, and then when you're 16, Broken Heart, and then... <laughs> <laughs> and then finally you're 25 years old and you're just called one arm. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty much that's pretty that's pretty much a predator naming system. <laughs> God, their government we already know their government is terrible at decision making. Can you imagine having to update your predator's driver's license every time they give you a new name? Yeah. Alright, yeah, I okay. alright, alright, I'm getting off the rails. Let's go let's go back to Neonopolis. <laughs> no no no, you're not getting off the rails. I'm just looking at the names of the next three gangs I have to say. And oh describe. no! Oh no. <laughs> so the Predator shows up. The very first gang he 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 combats is the Les Civetes. And what do you think hmm. the Les Civetes do? Um Les Civetes. Uh I guess they, um, I'm going to, you know what, this game, this, this game is already wacky. Uh, they, uh, a, a, attack you with, a expressionist, um, <laughs> performance art and knives. Sacre bleu, prédateur, we are going to take you out. They berate you with political philosophy until, until you have an existential crisis. I wish, no, we're talking about a Jamaican voodoo gang. Oh no! Oh, oh yeah! I I had this way off. Uh, of course, of course. Grant yeah, Morrison, course. for those listening, this is this is where I prove my worth. Grant Morrison, uh, famously has a, a uh, has been strongly influenced by 
voodoo loves voodoo among many other uh, forms of spiritual practice and uh, magical work, but also has famously sworn off of voodoo and, and warned people, you know what? Do not try it. Do not try it. After a terrifying experience involving, now things start to make sense, hallucinatory scorpion wizards. So, oh, okay. You know what? Okay, wait a second. Because these the, these guys, they worship a scorpion god. They think oh, the scorpion yes, god protects them. Oh yes, they do. Oh, wow. now I know where Grant where Grant is coming from. Right, the scorpion god. Okay, go on. Yeah. So um, these guys use the predator cloaking technology to like to sneakily kill people, essentially. So like the predator's like, you have my cloaking technology. I've got to stop you. Reasonable. Yeah, of course. Um, so this is where you kind of learn what what's going on in the streets of Neonopolis. So it's basically just a bunch of cops versus various gangs. I don't really understand why the cops even exist in the city, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> so the cops in this are pretty much um, like, you know, normal cops, except for they have these like giant mechs. And these are like Atlas mechs is what they're called. <laughs> and um, they're actually like a – I think they might be a reference to the Berserker armors in Alien comics because uh, Dark Horse mm. Alien comics did have a series where there was like these people got like surgically in entered into like um, a mech suit that they couldn't leave because as you fight these mech Get suits – Get in the goddamn robot, Shinji! <laughs> <laughs> well, like, this is if they, like, cut off all of Shinji's limbs and just, like, surgically attached him to the... the this will stop his fussing. <laughs> this will stop his fussing. The worst father in all of uh, cinema. Um, so, yeah, probably. I bet you he would have done that. That was plan A. They made him tone it down. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, these are, like, horrifying mechs. They look like normal mechs from the outside, but then when you, like, pop open their, like, hood, you just see, like, this person is just, like, completely hardwired in and they're like missing limbs uh and then the prayer just rips off their head and just starts banging their head against the the walls and stuff like that as well the things that you do um, all right that's what they do but they, they they these cops are like fighting the less servitaires so you're trying to figure out and find the, the 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 gang and in order to see them you have to like put on this horrible like because you have like visions because like the predator because the predator has like mm -hmm. infrared vision in the, the first movie but uh there's like a green vision you have to do to see people who are cloaked and it looks right. terrible. Everything, <laughs> like, the, like, this entire map is now covered in this, like, puke green. And I'm just like, why? This is terrible. Uh, it looks awful. Um, now, when, you, when, you, when you're imagining Neonopolis, um, think of, like, a lower polygonal element of, like, Vice City. Uh, like, it doesn't uh, look great. Like, it's not. Yeah, what year did this come out again, Andrew? This is 2005. Okay. So, All right. So, uh, yeah. So they already were trying to pick up on some of the uh, GTA vibes. Yeah, and the humor yeah. is very much like GTA vibes. I will yeah, say uh, yeah, as we get yeah. into this. But yeah, so you you fight all of uh, you fight all of them. And uh, you find out all the cloaked ones in the city, and then you go to their base, and they are based in like this giant, weird-looking. It almost looks like it was like an old church, but it also looks like it could just be like a burnt out apartment building. You're not really sure what they're doing there. <laughs> could it be the <sighs> museum from the opening or is yeah. that too linear? <laughs> it could be like it could be. There's nothing specifically saying it's not. So it could yeah. be. Uh, I don't know, though. So we'll, we'll see. <laughs> 
uh, as you go through. And then you have to fight in boss battle. And the boss battle suddenly uh, initiates terrible hip-hop music. Terrible hip-hop music starts playing. (laughs) And um, this giant uh, uh, Jamaican fellow shows up looking like he's Baron Samedi from Live and Let Die, um, the James Bond movie. Except, like, if he's ripped and, like, has, like, a giant sword essentially so you fight this guy and after you fight and kill him um you you take his head obviously and uh, right. you know once you take everyone's head in this game who was a boss you can see them in your trophy room afterwards so they do have a little bit of extra information about this guy it's not good it's Uh-oh. not good um it's mostly that he's just inbred and giant that's just what they say inbred giant <laughs> believed the giant scorpion god protected him that's pretty much all they say about this guy <laughs> That's a hell of a Twitter bio. <laughs> hell of a Twitter bio. Big inbred believes in a scorpion god. <laughs> Hashtag now, hey, debate me. I... <laughs> oh, oh, I was, I was going to say, at least they don't, you know, they're just listing straight up facts. They're not making value judgments about <laughs> you know, this that's man. True. They literally are just making this. This is just a fact. This is how this guy lives. There's no judgment here. This Maybe that's how he introduced himself. He just walked right up and he gave you a nice firm handshake and said, Hi there, I'm big, I'm inbred, and I believe the scorpion god protects me. And you're just like, wow, oh, nice goodness. to meet you. So so what do you think of the art opening? You know, like... <laughs> that just makes me flash back to many Hamilton art shows and I'm not surprised. <laughs> not surprised as you're kind of going through and fighting these guys you do see little hints that maybe there's something else going on in this city because you do see a lot of signs that say borgia industries Mm. interesting interesting Mm -hmm. so the next group of people are definitely um characters that are straight out of a grant morrison comic but the problem is the writers uh who in the game i'm gonna guess they didn't use a lot of his material for this so (laughs) these are the dead men and the dead men are people who have done so much drugs that they are completely hollowed out so they have done a whole bunch of drugs that i i guess they're alien drugs they don't really specify but they've, they've used all these like uh heavy combat drugs that have completely like numbed them and the only thing is like they they're so numb and occasionally they're able to pick up ad copy from tvs and 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 radios so their 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 oh. biology has been reformed so much that they are able to to pick up radio signals they're they're just the 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 evolution of the uh hey my my molars my uh metal (laughs) fillings they're picking up the announcements from the dog tracks gotcha now that is now that sounds amazing right like they 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 do that in the opening description for them the problem Mm -hmm. is in the gameplay, they don't do any ad copy. And I'm like, what's happening here? They never use that. So I think it's something that Grant Morrison wrote in and was like, oh, yeah. they'll have a lot of fun with this. And then the, the people who made the game were like, we're not putting those stupid ads in this game. I don't care. Don't <laughs> so instead, like, the dead men just go, we need money. Give us money or we kill you. We don't care about anything. Blah, blah. They're not even, like, a specific ethnicity. They're just kind of, like, punks that have no emotions. So okay. you just kind of you just kind of go around and fight them. And then their, their place is a church, but it's a full church, but it's an abandoned church. Oh. And there's, they're having a rock show there. 
they're having a rock show in the church. Um, and there's like all these people who are like, look like they're in a Nirvana concert. <laughs> they're like kind of just like mindlessly dancing. And the enemies uh, of this who are like the big bads are like dudes who look like they have little predator claws. So I was like, oh, maybe they're like, you're hunting them because they're they're using your predator like claws but not really because turns out the reason why you're hunting them is because they're using prometheus tech weapons which are weapons that have been reverse engineered from for the predator so the the predator weapon being reverse engineers and the predator's like hey these guys are using them i'm gonna get them i'm gonna get them that is copyright protected weaponry (laughs) so you know, you beat them. You beat them. It looks like a kind of a fun level. They're fine. They're fine. There's, there's mm. nothing too bad about the dead men. And then we go to an island. An island owned by John Vio- Giovanni. Yes, that's right. We are we are going right into very, very stereotypical Italian mobsters. <laughs> Hell yes. Okay. Um, so there's a mo- old Don who's like super old. I guess he's been surviving via predator tech and he has like an, a, a private island that has like a giant force field uh, in it. And you are, you as the predator Cohen sneak in, take out all his defenses and take down his like big force field shield so that you can help get another gang in to like come and fight all of them and then kill them all essentially there is like this this gang that doesn't have any real interesting things about them i didn't even realize they were a gang until i looked them more up i thought they were just like kids who were like oh let's get rid of this don giovanni (laughs) Um, but no apparently they are a gang called i think they're like the k9 gang they're like a new fledgling gang they haven't figured out their gimmick yet Yeah, yeah they don't really have a gimmick but they did steal one of the mechs from the cops so they do have one of the big mechs that they're they're running around with hey kids you tried. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. You did okay, but uh, you mostly made it to the the place because the Predator just backed you up invisibly. Uh, the Predator just, like, backs, <laughs> backs them up. The island is pretty cool, though. Like, it's a pretty cool setting, and they have all these, like, cool, like, fancy turrets, and you like, got to sneak around, pick up, a, pick up a scientist, and, like, put them into one of the face scanners to shut down the all the the things like you know it's very much like that do you ever play the jaws video game jaws unleashed (laughs) no no i did not you play the shark in that game and you do the same thing where you have to grab scientists and like (laughs) swim them over to doors so that you you can scan their passes (laughs) and then eat them so like it's very much like that where it's just a predator just like walking around holding a dude and there's no like limit to how long you can hold them so you can just hold them indefinitely and just (laughs) running around and like deactivating all the defenses with them so you back up this this new fledgling gang and their their stolen mech and they they break into the don giovanni's place and uh they have a big battle in the the mansion and you kind of just kill them all (laughs) You just show up and you're like, ha I got you all of here. Now I'm going to kill all of you. <laughs> so See you through all of up. this, how aware of, I mean, we know the predators are intelligent and they seem to grasp, you know, they, they can kind of get inside the heads of their enemies or their prey or whatever. But how much is this predator paying attention to the gang war politics, the crime machinations of this is he just like is this just like a forrest gump situation but with more murder 
or no, <laughs> or is he like playing no. this and thinking and like picking up new coats as he goes, like Marvin Sin City, and he's just he's working every angle as he predators his way around Neonopolis. Well, that's kind of what it is. So he's kind of like secretly kind of like putting all these gangs against each other and recovering his tech as it goes on. So like, okay, you find like a gl- a big old glaive in the John Don's house that you you t- take back, and you're kind of setting all these people against each other and then just mopping them up after they they have a fun battle with each other <laughs> <laughs> and like take their their heads and stuff like that. And like the big boss in this one is like the big mobster's uh, henchman who has like a big old Gatling gun, and you have to like beat him up mm. and take his brain uh he's got a gold tooth you learn when you're looking in his trophies he's got a little gold tooth so i was like oh look that's cute that's cute <laughs> so the predator Nifty. has like taken down three pretty major gangs in this area and there's a power vacuum mm. who do you think is going to come in what gangster prototype would you think that would kind of come in to uh to try to take over so we're talking a, a new gang or a yes, new... A, a, a new gang, a new country of origin. Oh, oh, really? Darn. See, because I, I, I wanted, I, uh, I wanted to say it was going to be something like um, the Babyface Gang, and it's just going to be that <laughs> the baby from the start of the whole story, and the Predator blood somehow made, like, made the kid freeze as an infant but like mentally he's continued and he's functionally immortal and he's riding around in a mech suit and he's just like goo goo gaga see uh, i i want that to be uh what's going on he's like i'm getting revenge for my idiot father or something you know whatever it is but no, we're, no. we're we're not quite at that okay um no. so new country of origin uh who have they not offended yet um <laughs> Japan. They have not offended Japan, so my money's there. Okay, Noah. It's the El Matadors. Oh! So this is a a, a Mexican street gang, which um, a bunch of them are just in uh, luchador outfits. Why? I don't know. You know, they don't know. Whatever. Apparently, the the, the luchadors, so that they can uh, get all of the control of all the other gangs, they've paid off the cops so that there's, like, a curfew happening in the city, and it's, like, they're the only people roaming the streets. Inconspicuously dressed like Nacho Libre. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yes. They they all look like that. I'm like, man, I hope El Santo shows up and just kicks their asses and be like, you are disrespecting the luchador code. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it just beats them up. Uh, but no, um, essentially you just kind of just like go around, kill them. You destroy a bunch of their cars. Like the Predator destroys their cars. Like you, and their cars have like flames and like <laughs> steer horns. And you're just sitting there wailing on their cars for like five minutes. And then the cars explode. And I'm like, why are we like, what is happening here? And then you like, and then all of a sudden it's like, and now you're like fighting all these things. And I'm like, wait a minute. Are you killing hot dog vendors now, Predator? What's hot happening? dog vendors? I called it. I knew. I knew I there guess. was gonna be a hot dog focus in this in this I, attempt at Americana. Perfect. I, Beautiful. I guess that they are like helping selling the drugs via the the hot dog carts because you have to kill a bunch of them and it really uh, upsets the uh, Los Matadors who are led <laughs> by a uh, a gentleman by the name of El Hongo and he is uh, really upset as you start destroying his cars, you start killing all of his hot dog vendors. So he calls the big boss. He calls somebody. Mm. He calls the granddaughter of Bruno Brosia. 
Lucretia Brosia. And she's like, Ooh. she lives in the upper echelons of the city. So yeah, so and she's like, ugh, stop, stop bothering me. I'm not going to help you. So he's like, oh, what am I going to do? So what do you think a gangster does when he's frustrated? Uh, well. And, and think about GTA humor. I mean, what? He just goes in and, and makes love to his... He- he His goes to the strip club. Loyal life partner? Oh, okay, all right. So you don't actually get to, downgraded. The, <laughs> yeah, the predator doesn't get to go in and see what's going on. He just goes in and... The predator just sees just sees the heat vision through the walls. <laughs> wow, the temperature's really rising in there. What are they doing? It would be dishonorable to kill him during lovemaking. The predator <laughs> may not do that. So you have to do uh, the next best thing, which is start to kill all of the uh, the pimps in the city. Uh, and again, like this is really implying that the predator really really does have like a very concrete <coughs> vision of a criminal empire that he knows <laughs> to start murdering the pimps. <laughs> and it's like they're in like the most obvious costumes of all time and I'm like, "Okay, like this is right. weird. Like this is unnecessary. Why couldn't we just have him like kill more luchadors, I guess?" Like, "All right, whatever." Um, so you kill all the pimps and you're like, "Okay, cool. You kill all the pimps." And then the then and then this is where it gets real bad. You have to you have to kill all the sex workers who are working for the pimps. If the predator really wanted to like do a do a thing, uh, he should have went to the courts and legalized sex work. It should have been yeah. like Predator v. Neonopolis legalized <laughs> sex workers, and he's just sitting there like working. And then you cut all their profits. All those ladies get to continue like working. Mm-hmm. Everyone's happy. You get rid of yeah. the pimps. It's fine. You know? Yeah, yeah. I was saying, I was thinking. You know what? This is. I think there's an undertone here of a very thoughtful, progressive, n- n- driven, insane predator here. May, you know, who maybe is thinking, okay, well, we'll get rid of the pimps, and then you know, the the sex workers can can un- unionize or form their own meta <laughs> union or something outside of you know, because we're in Neonopolis. Obviously, rule of law has it's up to your own interpretation. So I feel like they could organize, kind of like again, old town in. Sin City, which, you know, you would think maybe that would flash. It would be like, oh, that'd be a cool little side thing. No, nope, no, nope, Predator's just no, gonna, nope. No, they, no, they just, no, they we just don't like out. you, Predator. You lost <laughs> they, us. We were yeah, with you for canceled. a little bit, but nope. You're canceled, Predator. You're canceled. <laughs> uh, we're gonna bring it up. Don't Next say that you're... to Predator. That is like the exact mindset of, of, you know, I can just see you say, you know, Predator finding out via Twitter, they're canceled and then it's just boop 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 and they're blowing themselves and their ship up again they're just like hey i wrote it crowd you can't cancel me beep beep boop boop explosion that is mm -mm. oh and then it has to be new new neonopolis way city and you're like oh my goodness now you just come combined all the names oh my goodness yeah, so this obviously Alhongo is like pretty bummed about this. He's like, oh man, that was all my profits. So he calls Lucretia again, and Lucretia's like, okay, I'm gonna send you backups. I'm gonna send you the people that you're gonna have to fight in the boss battle. Who do you think they send? So now we're doing new ethnicity. Who are the big people that you have to fight a boss battle with? I I mean, I, I'm sticking with my get. Yeah, no, I'm sticking with my original guess. They're, they're going to. They're going to offend Japan now. No, they're going to go for Russia. Victor uh... the, Chechen- the Chechenian and his machine men. Yes, there's all these robotic Russian men. Like you fight, you fight them all in this really stupid arena. Like, 
like it looks like they're at a rally car race and the predator just shows up to fight these like android russians and the race is still like happening and i'm just like why like why were they like we're gonna send the machine men to do that new rally car race because we all know that the predator species loves to raw watch races <laughs> they're all, they're always betting on the races so they'll see the machine man and they'll fight <laughs> and um all you all you really get after you take this dude's head is he's got like a cool like metal jaw when you when you kill him and take his head and uh, all mm. you get in that trophy is that he's a mercenary and a terrorist who replaced body parts with high-grade weapons and i'm like okay I guess I guess that's that's enough. That's all we need to know for Adam. Yeah, I mean, hey, again, you know, we we la- looking back. I think the most honest human and open bio is big inbred and believes the scorpion god protects it. That's the that's the most character development of any of these people. I think. <laughs> so yeah, El Hongo is now very happy. Sad. He's like, oh no, oh no, Lucretia. So he calls up Lucretia again. Lucretia's like, oh my goodness. Like, so she looks like, she's got like purple hair and she's like a hacker lady and she's like, oh my God, I'm trying to like run the city. Can you stop calling me El Hongo? Like, oh, fine. I'm going to send you to a new place. She, she's going to send him to the docks, which is uh, very important because there's a big illegal weapon shipments coming in. And he needs to, uh, he can get protection there from another gang. I'm not even going to make you guess this time. The there gang is called the me. Working Girls. Oh. There were, um, there were ex-porn so, stars who um, formed their own gang. Well, I'm just wondering why they had to go with the er- with the earlier uh, murder storyline rather than not just into, okay. All right. I, Whatever. I don't know. I I don't know I if mean, if the sex workers from the earlier missions were supposed to be like part of that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, all right. So the working girls show up, which and and yeah, find a it, way to. I'm guessing, uh, um, just tick off some more boxes of 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 things not to do in a storyline. And uh... Uh, yeah, because uh, they're dressed like schoolgirls, nurses. Oh no! Every uh, cowgirls, every uh, pornography, uh, you know, stereotype uh, right. of the time. And they have like big guns, and the predator is killing them. And I'm like, man, I would feel bad playing this game. Like I'd be like, these these ladies, like you know, started their own like they unionized. They did the equivalent yeah. of unionizing in this city and started a gang. And they're not doing any crimes other than illegal weapon shipments. Like, I mean, that's bad. <laughs> there's no ethical there's no ethical consumption in Neonopolis, but but all no. the ones that we've got. <laughs> like, it's the least problematic. Exactly. They are just they are just shipping things. I mean, it's bad. You're gonna get points for the going to the bad place for that, but hey. Yeah, okay. <laughs> So yep, eventually yep. what happens is the, they have, like, anti-cloaking technology, so you have to, like, go through their base and, like, destroy all their co- cloaking technology, like, a- like blocking, so that you, the Predator, can now cloak again. And then, thank goodness, turns out, whop, 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 uh, this, this entire organization led by the leader named Baby Blue, they are not actually dressed as nurses or schoolgirls or cowgirls. They're actually in high-tech armor, and they were just cloaking. Wow, 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 whoa, whoa. It totally changed everything, because now you're fighting, like, 
combat armor, ladies, and you don't feel as bad. I'm like, why did what? you do the thing in the first place? Like, what? Why? Why? Like, why did this happen at all? <laughs> I have a theory. I have a theory about how this game was created, but I will. I will reserve it until the end of this storyline. Continue, Andrew. Yeah. So then, Baby Blue, uh, after you like kill a bunch of them and then destroy their like uh all their power and everything and just completely ruin their their shipment that they need to make they baby blue calls uh lucretia and lucretia is like oh my goodness lucretia the prime orders came and like messed everything up and then lucretia's like oh my god why are you guys always talking about this like oh the part of this part of that oh he's destroying everything you're gonna lose an eye and a leg for this and then baby blue's like whoa that's intense like I just, I didn't control, I didn't bring this guy here. Like, what are you talking about? Like, don't do that. I'm like, man, it's going to be sad. Poor baby blue. Oh, oh, who's that behind? Oh, it's the predator. Oh, the predator's behind her. The predator kills baby blue after, after he makes his report. Um, And baby Mm. blue, what baby blue does is uh, upon Lucretia's orders before she gets killed, uh, she sends a bunch of uh, drones uh, drone trucks back to their main shipping base. So the Predator hops on one of the drone trucks and is like, I'm going to prime time. <laughs> going to find out where they do all of their illegal shipping. And I'm like, man, now the Predator's going to a warehouse? Like, the Predator has, like, a lot of, like... As like a really good grasp on the infrastructure of this city. Like, did we just like miss him like sp- spending like hours like being like? So they use warehouses, and from the warehouses <laughs> they ship the with the guns, and that gives them profits, <laughs> and that gives them monies, and monies are exchanged for goods and services. Goods and services. <laughs> like, like, Predator has to understand a lot of things about human culture to like get to this all this stuff. I'm um, thinking the Predator. I mean, how long of a trip from from Scorpion Desert Planet to Earth was it? Because I'm just picturing Predator. Okay, I'm gonna download some podcasts and uh, let me see. What do we got? Economics. Uh, oh, here's a true crime one. That'll be good. Okay, and. Uh, Oh, I don't think it really counts, but I really want to learn about about uh, about the zoo industry. I'm going to download that one, too. If I have time, I'll listen to that. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much, yeah. So he's just listening to all these podcasts, and he's probably like, okay, so that's, that's what human culture is like, huh? Cool. <laughs> that's the problem! Yeah, it's nothing, nothing but true crime podcasts. That's it. <laughs> That's and, like, what bad, Predator has learned from. And like bad true crime podcasts. Oh, so yeah. That's why he's like, that's because like when you're going through the streets, like if you just murder civilians, it's like, oh, that's a di- dishonorable thing to do. So you you get, you lose points, right? So like, I, right. did he base his entire honor system on like a podcast, like a right wing yeah. true crime podcast? <laughs> and like that's the They had of- it coming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the name of the podcast. And you just hear the predator listen to it, and he's like, yes, they did have it coming. That was an honorable death. Oh, goodness Joe makes some good up. points. 
<laughs> this Rogan guy really knows what he's talking about. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. For legal reasons, I didn't say a last name. <laughs> you just said Joe and I said Rogan. Could be totally different people. Two different people. It's two guys, Joe and Rogan. They Joe the hosts of They Had It Coming, the true crime podcast that looks at all the questions that need to be asked. <laughs> So yeah, so the predator hops on this drone drone truck, and uh, yeah, it obviously has cameras. I guess the predator doesn't realize that cameras are a thing. Uh, miss that on your <laughs> true crime mm, podcast. That was when he was dozing. <laughs> yeah, because Lucretia is like, oh whoa, who's this? What is this thing? And then her father comes in because Lucretia's the no. granddaughter. It's the the baby from the beginning, and he's <gasps> ripped and. <laughs> super strong now and his name is Hunter he's Hunter Borsha and he's like I know what that is and we shall destroy it and I'm like whoa so they're gonna set a trap for you at the warehouse and you're like whoa whoa it's getting serious now like like Freddy and Scooby Doo <laughs> yes exactly he's like <laughs> you're gonna get like all this Shaggy and Scooby are like, oh, you want a pretty stack? Like, yeah. we'll, we'll get you in here. With some monkeys knockoff music playing as Predator <laughs> slip slides around the building and finally gets tangled in a bucket of towels. Oh, that is much more entertaining than him just showing up and just destroying a basic ass uh, like, a, like a basic ass warehouse like there's like he eventually has to like go down to like their sub basement and destroy a bunch of their tanks and stuff and they're clearly like doing experiments but mostly you're just you're just destroying this uh, a general warehouse and fighting a whole bunch of those atlas robots and i'm like well i thought those robots were from the cops but if they're not do the cops get it from you guys then if that's the case why were those guys using them against other gangs that work for you like, there's oh. no point, <laughs> because Borgia Industries is apparently in charge of this entire city, so why are there cops? I don't understand. I don't understand that. It doesn't make any sense. Just to keep up appearances. I guess. You I know? guess. <laughs> They're not sure what to do. They're not sure why they want It's like when fidget spinners were a thing. <laughs> Right? And, like, first, they, you know, there were kids who really needed those fidget spinners. And then there's the kids who just wanted the fidget spinner because someone else had a fidget spinner. That's what Neonopolis is like. They don't need government or cops or any of that. But they're looking across the bay to what, you know, Blue Bursey or whatever they've named. <laughs> One of the side cities. They're like, we should have cops, too, just to fit in. Let's do this. After destroying this boring-ass uh, warehouse, one of the worst levels of the game. I'm just not interested. Uninspired, in Borgia um, Industries. Inspired. So you go up to the, the main level after, like, destroying it all, and it's all about to explode. That's when, oh, oh my goodness, the robot android men show up. And they're not like the Russians. These ones are tough. And they got, like, they're, like, hardwired into, like, mech suits, but not, like, the mech suits that I was talking before. Like, they look like normal, like, normal arms, but they have, like, Iron Man-y suits, but it's mainly, like, attached to, like, a sniper rifle or, like, a big explodey thing. They are called the Monster Squad. And uh, no, we're not talking like Dracula, werewolf, <laughs> all the cool ones. But no, they're just these weird androids. And they all have like these different designations. So like Alpha, Beta, Delta, Gamma, all of those. And the only thing that like differentiates them is the fact that they have different weapons that they're hardwired into. So like one has a sniper rifle, one has like a Gatling gun, blah, 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 rocket launcher. You know, you know the 
you know the gist. So you as a predator, you fight all of the monster squad, and then you win, and then and then they're like, whoa, predators got nards. Whoa! <laughs> Just like they do in the iconic movie, The Monster Squad. <laughs> and you're like, wow, yeah, wow, the predator destroyed this warehouse. He's having a great time. Everything's going good. Well, the mm-hmm. problem is... Um, the Monster Squad now turns into the Monster Army. They all show up, and then big old Hunter Borgia shows up, and he's like, oh, we gotcha. Oh, what you gonna do against my army? And then the army just beats the shit out of the Predator. <laughs> like, just keeps, like, <laughs> punching him and, like, bullying him. And, like, the Predator's like, if I had a ship, I would blow it up. Uh, <laughs> Playing keep well, away with his helmet. <laughs> Well, technically, you do in one of the earlier levels. I didn't. I didn't mention this just because it wasn't Aww. that relevant. But you did find the other predator ship. Like at one point, like one of the mini missions is you going through the city and you find the older predator ship. And it was like the predator could have left the planet, but he decided to stay as this was a matter of honor. And I'm like, okay, like this is not. That's not that important. So he does have a ship, but he he does not have the controls to explode it. So um, he just gets completely busted. They just beat him up. They go. Beep! Bam, 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 punch, punch, punch. And he's like, oh, all these green fluorescent blood is coming from me. So they capture the Predator. I don't feel bad for you, Predator. I gotta say, we've been following you. I'm intrigued by your story, but I don't feel bad for you. To quote your favorite podcast, Predator, you had it coming. (laughs) (laughs) So he's being taken, and they're gonna put him under and, like, test on him and take all of his blood and do all these experiments on him. That is when you have the flashback to the 1930s when the night where you killed Bruno Borgia and then you learn like mm. how you got shot blah 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 and as you are being taken in Lucretia is talking to her father Hunter and that's when we start getting some interesting things kind of layered in one there was a there's like an AI that you've kind of been hearing about over the course of the game and it's called Mother so Mother is the one the this AI that's kind of controlling the entire city so you got kind of got that in your head then they start to reference Wayland, and they also start to reference Utani. Oh. Okay, okay, interesting. There's some, what's going on here? That's interesting. And then we specifically get a reference that Hunter Borgia was friends with Wayland before he went missing, like what happened in AVP 2004. So he was friends with that Peter Mm -hmm. Wayland. And this is before it's Wayland Utani. And essentially, uh, Lucretia is just basically saying that we should just sell all of our gear and get rich working with one of these companies and like, you know, sell all of our gear to them and sell our patents to them, blah, 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 blah. And then Hunter's like, it's about more than that. This is a personal matter. Like this, this is not some mere thing to just sell our company. We built this city and we didn't build it on rock and roll. We built it on predator tech. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, all right, all right, chill out, dude, chill out, dude. And then the predator just kind of passes out. So the predator's kind of like listening to this. He's like, I don't know who any of these people are. Why didn't they bring up (laughs) Whaley Yutani in my podcast? And they just like, and he just like he like passes out. So the the thing is, apparently, because your predator is super old, they didn't actually use the proper amount of anesthesia for them. Apparently, all the other predators they captured were young predators, uh, uh. young hit predators, and it takes a little bit more anesthesia and anesthetic to take down you because you old. 
You you hundreds of years old because you hundreds of years old. You spent a hundred years on that scorpion planet, and I don't know, maybe fifty years elsewhere. I don't know how old you were before you got on that scorpion planet, but anyway, so you're old. You are old and angry and insane. (laughs) Old, angry, insane, and completely warped because of all of the right wing podcasts you've been listening. This predator is the the one that like all the young predators do not want to talk to at uh, Predator Thanksgiving. just like oh my god <laughs> oh my god you guys brought a scarface here again like oh my goodness you guys know what happened on that scorpio planet he just talks about the same thing that he did for a hundred years he didn't do anything other than kill scorpions he has no scores stop inviting him to thanksgiving and we're not gonna listen to that podcast we don't want to listen to it i'm petitioning that we change his name from scarface to his greatest injury now just brain <laughs> Broken Brain. So, uh, Broken Brain, turns out, um, he he escapes captivity because they didn't properly put him under. So now you're in this, Mm -hmm. like, cool giant laboratory, essentially, and you gotta escape the labs. So now you're fighting a whole bunch of those monster squatty fellows and running around, picking up scientists and bringing them to doors that they can unlock and, like, fighting all these mechs. And eventually you kind of end up trying to free some other predators that are kind of captured in the area. And you're able to kind of, like, free them and take them out and like you know set them up and make sure that they're okay and you're like oh that's cool like so you're gonna have these three because like in the game you can free three other predators that are captive after this mission if they survive those guys don't show up ever again you never hear anything about these other captured predators that you save and that for like the entire mission help you like they're like they'll like fight all the other robot men and like they can survive and they survive and then you go up to like mess with this because uh, it turns out you're in a like a, a lab, but the lab is like in the upper city. So now you're out of like the slums of Neonopolis. Now you're in the like high class like jet jetsony area of Neonopolis, and you discover that you're like that you're basically like high in the air, and there's like everyone's driving hover cars and stuff, and you're like, oh, cool, wow. And essentially, you 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 break out of this thing, and then you get this cutscene where uh, Lucretia is like, oh. My goodness, mother, mother, can you do something? Like, this predator is just doing everything, and my dad Hunter is gone. And then, like, the the AI is like, he is busy preparing for a final duel with the predator. It is only us now, and the predator will kill us all unless we team up kind of thing. So she's basically like, oh, my goodness, mother, like, what can we do? And then she's like, well, we did do all those experiments on those captive predators, not the predators you freed three other captive predators now they're basically like robot predator hybrids which i'm like okay that's kind of cool i i guess that's cool that's cool that's cool and uh they're set off and like now you have to fight them essentially turns out you are now going into their weather control systems uh, because they're going to try and control the weather to make it cold so that the predator dies easier so you as the predator Uh, have to go and mess with those weather machines and uh, that's where you fight those those predators so these predators are pretty cool looking so you have long spear which has no he's missing an arm uh, so he should be called one arm but he's got like a he's got like a basically like a big old sniper rifle and he's got like this half of his like face is like this like they look like scopes so like a, a series of scopes that you would see on like doc brown or something like that and he's right he's he's the sniper one and uh he was a blooded warrior of the Dark Blade clan. You learned that. He came up with those names in high school. I'm sure he did. Yeah. He was like a goth kid. Like, he's like, yeah. 
And then uh, another one of his friends is named Swift Knife. He is the first one that you fight, and he is an absolute pushover. Like, he is not a boss. He looks like he's supposed to be a boss because he's got, like, this big health bar. And then the guy playing the game, because I had to watch somebody play this game on YouTube, and and, uh, the guy just, like, wiped the floor with Swift Knife. Swift Knife was, like, on the screen for two minutes. And I didn't even get it. Like, I was like, what's that guy's design? Okay, oh, oh, he dead. Doesn't matter, he dead. <laughs> so you spend that entire mission where, like, Long Spear is just, like, firing shots at you as you're just, like, roaming around, destroying things. And then you actually find out that you can destroy, like, police hover vehicles that are, like, trying to kill you and stuff. And it's kind of cool. You're, like, roaming about this little area. Um, eventually, um, another predator comes, and he's a big, beefy predator. He's got big arms. he got big body. He big. He big predator. And he mad. He's, he's the alpha male, the Dark Blade clan hunting party that uh, got captured. And, well, uh, good thing that you're a Sigma male. And you just... <laughs> Which you learned from, from uh, you had it coming. Which you learned... had it coming, the podcast. You also learned about being a Sigma male there. Yeah, okay. Uh, that is a joke, my friends. Uh, just so you are not confused that we do not, we do not believe the existence of a Sigma male. Um, but anyways, <laughs> you beat the crap out of Stoneheart. Uh, he runs away though. He does. You don't kill him in this battle. He goes, "Oh, I'm peacing. Screw this. Goodbye." And, hey, hey! And he didn't just blow himself up. Hey, he didn't just blow himself up. You, you know what? I'm noticing that these Robo Predators. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of other ethical issues and definitely more. Uh, psychological trauma for them, but they're all named after their strengths and uh, and aspirations, and not a sore loser, just a strategic retreater. So maybe maybe there's something to this. He he does have a stone heart. Uh, you went into long spear and you hit him twice and he's dead. So um, he wasn't. Dead. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Um. So after you st- shut down all of those, you're now on the hunt. For Lady Lucretia herself. You're going to take down the granddaughter of the god of gangsters now. But she's got one last thing up her sleeve. She's got uh, some bodyguards. And guess what? You're going to be so happy. You're going to be so happy. We're offending the Japanese next. (laughs) I really, 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 really regret I really regret that that statement could can exist as its own independent thing. Without context, for anyone else who dozed off while listening or, or got distracted, you know, just for a split second, like what Predator did on his way to Earth, who just missed that I my guesses. Now, okay, now, now catches you. Andrew Roebuck saying, hey, Will, you're going to be absolutely delighted by this. Aren't you excited? This will bring a grin to your face. Guess who we're offending now? To be honest, it's not that offensive. They're like Ronin. They're like they're just like three three bodyguards who are like you know that you'd see them in like pretty much any video game. They have like suits and they have samurai swords and you like. Of course they do. Well, they're the cra- they're the crazy eights basically from Kill Bill. Yeah, essentially, and they they like they have like these like white fox maxes and you like fight them and then you don't kill them either. They peace out because you're going after Lady Lucretia and you have to go through a. <laughs> whole bunch of like various um areas uh, of this uh, upper city so you're like navigating through the jets and lands and like trying to get to her main base and get her but she escapes and so does all of the all of her fun uh ronin bodyguards and you're like oh my goodness the predator is like oh my god i have not been able to catch 
one of these freaking Borgias in over a hundred years at this point. Like, oh, they're so annoying. Like, I gotta get them. So he keeps chasing her, and she's now going to Mother. She wants to get to the, the hard drive and get where Mother is because she figures that's where she's going to be the most protected, right? She discovers the truth about Mother. Do you know what Mother is? Do you know who Mother is? Her great-grandmother's brain preserved by predator blood. No, that makes too much sense. One of the hot dogs from the drug-dealing hot dog cart that got (laughs) mutated by alien drugs. It developed its own nervous system, and it's just a hot dog with a voice like this, and it's in charge. Yeah, no, no, it's the mama. It's the mama that shot you at the start of the game. She is now in, like, in a tube preserved in like this tube like a hot dog up like a hot dog and she's got all these like connecting like the electronics connected to her and stuff and it's like oh my goodness mother has been a a, the one who shot you in the eye this entire time wow and she's been surviving off of the predator blood because it turns out when humans drink that pretty blood they live for a long time yeah that's why the mosquito planet that the predators get like marooned to, oh, <laughs> yeah. super annoying because those guys mm. never die. Um, no, no, they yeah. had to stop going there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Only took them 150 years to figure out that problem. I bet. Oh yeah, because they dropped some dude back out there, and then they they went to go pick him <laughs> up, and they're like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think that bug stole my spaceship. <laughs> the bug just flies away. Uh, starting the mosquito predator wars of uh, yes. night of the 1970s. Um, very, very. We'll cover that on a different podcast. No, just grim kidding. times, people. <laughs> so the predator now is going through another set of laboratories to find and get to the the core with mother. And eventually, you as the predator, you get there because of course you do. Yeah, you're there. You're facing mother. And Lucretia like sees you come in and she's like, I'm go peace this. I'm going I'm going to find my dad and like get him out of whatever he's doing and tell him to help me. So he she runs away. She's like, Well, I'm getting out of here. So you confront mother now as the as the predator and you get up close to her and you realize, Oh my goodness, it's it's her. You're the lady I tried to help, and then you shot me in the face. I was giving you your husband's brain. I was going to help the baby, and then you shot me. What was with that? Come on! And then the Curb Your Enthusiasm music. Okay. Well, yeah, it almost. that's almost what happens, because eventually, like, the Predator starts playing voice clips from Bruno, and, like, the, the mother is basically like, You were the true father of Hunter. Without your blood, he would have died. Bruno fathered a weakling, and because of the predator blood, he was allowed to survive. And I'm like, oh, now we're talking predator eugenics? Like, uh uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't like that. I don't like that. And she wants to basically get all the predator blood and create a whole army of, like, human-predator hybrids to take over the world, essentially. And then what are you going to do with the world? Hmm? That's my big question. What then? She's living in the tube. I don't think she's thinking too far ahead. (laughs) She's she's really got like a limited worldview right now because she's in all these wires, and the predator's like, uh-uh, I don't think so. So he's ghost. He's like, I'm gonna take her out. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna stab you. And then she goes, Where's the off switch? Well, don't be so fast. I have some other friends that are going to join us and help you out. I don't know where my my child hunter found these mysterious creatures. What do you think shows oh. up? 
Oh, they have xenomorphs. They have the xenomorphs. Bow, bow, bow. This is actually an alien versus predator game the entire time. What? Yeah, um, <laughs> for one level. And the mummy is there, too. The mummy is there, and the Dracula shows up and is like, Hey, I won't take the blood of a predator. Now I have these dreadlocks. Bleh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you kill him. You kill him pretty quick because you're like, you don't want to deal with that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Adam Sandler. I'm Dracula. I'm here to drink your blood. <laughs> oh God! Blah 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 blah. <laughs> Hotel Transylvania versus Alien versus Predator versus Brendan Fraser. <laughs> then the Predator has to do that entire trip to Transylvania, show up at that hotel, take them all out, show back up, and then he has to fight the Xenomorphs. Uh, the Xenomorphs in this game suck. Like, they, they have, like, you can tell they have terrible AI. They just, like, follow you and swarm you and just slice at you, and they're just, like, boring swarm enemies. And I'm like, hey, this is kind of boring. And then you're just kind of like roaming through all these like big, like huge, like sci-fi looking tunnels of like cords and everything and trying to shut down mother and take out the hive. And, you know, there's some cool little scenes where like the settings look cool. And if you have to climb anything, the the aliens climb faster than you. But they just start like poking you as you're like, <laughs> and like do like very minor damage as you're walking, like as you're climbing up, like they don't knock you, you down. I'm not touching you. <laughs> They're just like, mm, I'm going to do a little poke, 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 poke. <laughs> and the brother's like, stop poking me. Stop poking. Stop it. Stop it. Like my cat, if I poke it too much, he's like, hey, stop. Yeah. Um, and then eventually you get to like a boss battle with the aliens, but it's really just like a swarm battle where you have to kill 30 of them because I guess they only had 30 aliens. You never find out why. The aliens just show up for one level. They have terrible AI. They don't look that interesting. Clearly, based off of the al, their their like design is based off of aliens, because um, they have like the ridged heads and stuff like that. Um, mm. Hard mm-hmm. to tell about in the polygons because it, it they might have like uh, they might have translucent domes and then it's showing the ridge, but it's kind of hard to tell uh, in PS2 era graphics. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure if they were trying to do something original or they were just going for the uh, the the normal. But yeah, so you you kill all of them and then you show up and then mother's like we could be together and rule everything and the printer's like nah and just like stabs her with like (laughs) just goes like kachanga and like stabs her with um a spear and then she goes i'm dead okay (laughs) cool what a what a great what a what a what a cathartic ending for that character um and then you go off to have the very final battle with hunter with hunter you show up and it turns out hunter borgia is in the process of turning himself into a predator whoa good decision yeah he's just hanging out in like a tube and the tube is like we are doing a combination of dna and then his lucretia like disrupts it before it can be fully complete so he's not a full predator yet uh and he comes out and he's like and he's got like the normal predator body like the predator's body he has is like from the original uh like film um but his head is like a human-ish head with dreadlocks 
And I'm like, that looks bad. That's a bad design. Like, it looks like really... He just got styled is all. Like, <laughs> you know, the original Predator's body, that's like just kind of a muscly, pale dude in a, in a, in a fishnet mesh shirt. Yep. <laughs> Once the... you take off the armor. So this guy, are he we sure he didn't just like... He had the fishnets? He has the fishnets, and he has the... So wait, I don't believe this. I think he was just getting ready to go out for the night. <laughs> He's just got his new hairdo and his... He's trendy cos- clothes he's cosplaying as the predator he's cosplay he's just, just it's it's a heat wave right is it still a heat wave a hundred and yeah. whatever years later yeah. yeah yeah so mesh shirts you know he's just he was just gonna go have a nice fun night of dancing and then everyone interrupts him and and he's embarrassed so he's just like i'm half predator now see i'm dressed <laughs> just like that guy let's fight um yeah sorry i didn't mention it last time but Mother had, like, made it a heat wave to attract another predator. So the yeah, okay. so the, the weather machines have been doing heat waves to get other ones. And then she's, like, really surprised to find out that you are the one that she knew. And she's like, oh, my God, you're my baby's daddy <laughs> coming home. And then basically, like, the predator's like, daddy's home. There's only one room for one monster here. Um, and that's actually a line that's said because uh, when you were fighting no. Bruno Brugia, um, yeah. Bruno was like, there's only room for one monster here. So the Predator recorded that and then a hundred years later still had that recording. Like, I don't know on that Scorpion plan if he's just listening back and he's like, that Bruno has some cool lines. I better save that. I'm going to make my own podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Because he basically has like a sound. <laughs> like when you think about it, like the, the Predator is like a bad morning DJ with a soundboard. Yes. Because he just like, collects all these random things <laughs> but whatever this fight starts where it's basically like bruno going like there's only one room for one monster in this town and it's me and then uh you fight hunter and you're like oh wow it's a, it's a, it's a fight and then um it's a lame fight it looks pretty lame so you fight him <laughs> you fight him a bunch um and then for whatever reason you can i, I don't know how but you can find the three Ronin body bodyguards and like team up with them, and the Ronin bodyguards will just start wailing on this dude. I guess it's because <laughs> when he got out, like when no one paid them. Because when yeah, like, well, because what happened is when Lucretia like got out with her dad and like uh, got him out of his like DNA recombination process, he slapped her and then I guess killed her. Like the idea is that he hindered her, did some damage to her because he's got predator body now. This game, because this game is this game, you don't get any full explanation of what's going on. No, of course not. Um, But but, um, yeah, I guess he's got stronger. He's stronger now because he's the predator and he's kind of feral and he slaps her. Um, Mm. So I guess maybe her bodyguards were like, let me in him, let me in him. I don't want pay. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna get him. It's, it's, let's team up with the predator and wail on this dude. But like, the thing is like the gameplay is kind of broken. If you free and like bring in the, (laughs) like the samurai dudes because they will just wreck the boss like they will all together just (laughs) like pretty much like eliminate the boss in like 10 minutes like they're just like wailing on this boss and it's just like he's like he just can't keep up with them and they're just thinking like that the first stage they completely like kill him easily with the predator like just sitting there watching like the guys playing the predator just watches as 
these these three yakuza just like beat the crap out of this guy who's supposed to be just, You've had a long day. You take a rest, Predator. Just stand back. You get yeah. You go, guys. Wait. Oh, I believe in you. This is, <laughs> You earned this. You need it. You need a chance. Wow, I'm really impressed with you. You had yeah, it no, coming. No, no, no. You I'll had it coming. You had, you had it coming. I'm gonna, I'm gonna film this. <laughs> I'm gonna send it in. I'm gonna do it on the email. Maybe they'll read me on the next minisode. Yeah, Ooh. maybe I can. Yeah, that, that, or at the very least, you know, film it all, and at the end, say, which translates to world star. <laughs> so. The first stage um, is really simple because those Yakuza just eliminate him. So he runs out into Thanks, the second guys. stage where you discover, again, it's raining. Of course it's raining because it has to be for, like, a drip, pathetic fallacy, obviously. Um, <laughs> and there's just this giant statue. I believe it's of Bruno. Like, I believe it's of Bruno. Like, this dude built a giant statue of his dad and was like, I learned from my dad that I should be strong and be powerful. And I'm like, you didn't learn anything from your dad. He was dead before you were even born. Like, I'm pretty sure as you were being born, the predator was cutting off his head. You will learn nothing from this guy. He's got daddy issues, so he's got a giant statue. So then you have to do one of the worst things of all time, and that's called uh, platforming in a game that is uh, has a oh, no. bad camera. The <laughs> the camera in this game is bad, so you you have to platform up to where he's at in the and fight him all in the the shadow of this giant statue, and then eventually he like runs up the statue. You follow him, or I mean, in this case, the yakuza's follow him and beat the crap out of him. And in this stage, they can only kill half of his health before uh, he eventually kills them. But uh, it's still a lot mm. of health. <laughs> so you as a predator is probably like, oh, I have to do something now? Okay, I guess. Just like wrecks the wrecks him, wreck ship. You kill him. Um, and then for whatever reason, I don't know how this happens because you put a big symbol uh, with predator blood on the statue like it doesn't explain what the symbol means why it's there you've disfaced the statue but like did he get like a gurney like how did he do that like he had a like did he have a paintbrush and a jetpack because i don't know how he did that even with a ship i don't think it's possible to figure out how to apply that painting but that paint job did get applied regardless <laughs> so you kill him and it was predator genitals like you just took a pee on it I, hey actually you know what maybe that was it have we ever seen what predator urine is like it could be uh I, yeah yeah it could just be you know like going to the hardware store and picking up a can of paint <laughs> i was just saying about the design like what what was this design i think we know i think we know yeah um so yeah, you kill him um, in the trophy section of Hunter Borgia. Uh, the only extra added information you get about him is he didn't do much in uh, controlling the business. Lucretia basically uh, did all the business stuff. You never learn about Lucretia's mom at all. You don't really mm -hmm. know even know how old Lucretia is because Hunter Borgia is 100, obviously, because he was born in 1930. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he basically just went to all manner of the world. Like, he traveled a lot and was trying to find any trace of predators on uh, on the planet Earth. So that's probably theoretically where he found the xenomorphs in some weird place. Um, not predators, but close enough. Yeah, no, not predators. Yeah, he has cybernetic enhancements and biological enhancements whatever you kill him and then you i can leave. tell you one thing that's in that that they maybe left out of that bio but he most definitely given his end was not protected by the scorpion god 
No, no. Well, ne- neither no. was the large and bread man either. So, uh, <laughs> apparently not. No, I guess not. Or maybe, maybe that's what the maybe all the scorpions he killed was actually all the scorpion gods. So all he, of them. <laughs> that's the problem. They were mm, maybe yeah. they were trying to help. Maybe they were just trying to come up and say, "Hey, buddy, we know you're having a rough time. Your family doesn't <laughs> quite get you. You had a Monday, and we all know about Mondays. So we." We want to offer you protect why are you killing me and that's what happened on scorpion god planet wow yeah it's really mm-hmm. a, a lesson for us all to uh it's a lesson for you know what listen. here sometimes you should hear people out just because they look like giant insect monsters from space and they might stab you with their tail give them a second just to hear what they're saying you never you never know the predator leaves and then we get an after credit scene i knew it <laughs> And the after credit scene is Whalen and Yutani merging. So you get like you get this thing where and in this version Just shoehorned in there. Yeah, of course. I don't know why. Whalen bought Yutani, that's why it's the Whalen Yutani Port Corporation. Mm. I'm gonna talk about the alien multiverse in a second, but just keep that in mind. Um and and then they do, you discover that Lucretia survived, but now she's mother. So that they made her a robot, and she's the mother robot, and she's in with Whale and Yutani, which means that in the very first Alien movie, there is a AI system called Mother, which spelled with a U, yep. uh, Mother three six thousand, and the idea is that the basis of that AI was Lucretia Borgia, I guess. Hmm. I guess. Yeah. I guess. And she's, I don't know. I don't, it, that was a really dumb thing to do. They're but just yeah, that, putting it out there. That's the after credits scene. And you're like, okay, <laughs> okay. So now let's talk briefly, briefly, before we get to final thoughts about this game and their story. Um, Let's talk about the alien multiverse. So mm-hmm. technically, nothing in this game has been concretely debunked. And you know why? Because you're probably like, well, what about Prometheus and Alien Covenant and blah, 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 right? Well, there's actually two timelines in Alien. So here's the first timeline, uh, the one that we have the established and the one that this video game is set in. Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, Alien Resurrection question mark. Nothing really <laughs> plays that. You don't. That one is a kind of a question mark. But those three are, are definitely canon. Because all, all of the all Sigourney stuff is canon. And then mm-hmm. Predator, Predator 2, Alien versus Predator, Alien versus Predator 2, Predators, and The Predator. The, the latest movie, The Predator. Now, yes. The Predator was released after the two the two prequel movies that Ridley Scott did. And both yeah. of those movies completely say that like Alien versus Predator is not canon essentially. And anything that happens in Alien versus Predator movies is not canon to the Alien universe because they because the idea is that like David created the alien. Some there's there's some leeway in that, but we're not talking about mm. Alien Covenant right now. But the idea <laughs> is that it, it got discovered and everything happened in that universe and in that timeline. But The Predator, which was released in 2018, as they're going... A terrible movie, by the way. We'll eventually have to talk about (laughs) that. A terrible movie. Saw it in theaters. (laughs) One of the worst movies. Um, Makes me so mad uh, because it's almost good. Anyways. Yes, that is is an accurate description of that film. Yes, that's... Oh, oh goodness gracious. But 
as they're going through the various times the predators have appeared, uh, and as they're going through the laboratory, as they go through the laboratory, you actually see the spear from AVP because it's like a spear with like uh, the uh, alien tail tip there. So right. in the Predator, AVP and AVPR is canon, which creates two separate timelines for Alien mm-hmm. uh, and Predator. So this game technically takes place in that AVP timeline, could 100% be could canon <laughs> it hasn't could really be been canon. referenced sorry it could be. We, we've run the tests and it is possibly canon possibly sorry folks canon this was a uh, you know again this is a video game from the early 2000s it definitely feels like it's a video game from the early 2000s let me tell you because <laughs> this feels like all the humor and all the way that the world building has worked in this really does feel like a, a, an early uh, 3d uh, grand theft auto game like really mm-hmm. like it that like a lot of the stuff that i'm describing especially the more problematic elements is stuff that was littered in very popular games of the time like that's kind of how yeah. how this was i i feel like had grant morrison made this into a comic book i think it would have been good I think it could have been good because I think a lot of the things that we don't like about this, I bet you were not in the script, right? Yeah. I bet you the thing about like killing all the sex workers and everything like that, like I doubt that that was in that original script. That screams like a, we need to make this video game level longer. So we did this. Like it, I, I writing for a video game has got to be interesting. Um, And mm-hmm. it is video game. Like, it really does just say that Grant did the outline of the story, some script work for the two video games, but like Grant credited as the writer on this, but I don't think Grant was in there like making all the decisions, right? Like, yeah, no, no. See, with, with, yeah, that is one of the things like Grant has, they have written, um, they wrote a, a, a rejected script for, I think, Lawnmower Man. <laughs> I had um, no idea they did uh, that. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Reject the script for Lawnmower Man. As you mentioned before, a golf video game, they were involved with that. They like to, you know, try their hand at all sorts of things. And this is what, uh, you know, I, I really appreciate. You know, it's it's a challenge. How are you going to find a new way to tell a story, especially something interactive like this? And what we have throughout this whole game is as i pointed out um the scorpion planet and the voodoo stuff you can if if you're interested in that if that catches your attention go and read um definitely volume two of the invisibles uh grant morrison's some people would call it a magnum opus but pretty early on in their career actually uh volume two is called apocalyptic by the way you get a whole lot of stuff involving yeah you get a whole lot of that stuff uh set up there and it comes back later in the series as well but Yeah, you have all these great little cyberpunk elements, noir elements, uh, pieces of Predator and and alien franchises, maybe even nods to to Terminator uh, as well. Uh, A couple of things you listed in there sounded like they could have been at least visual references. You get a non-linear storyline, and you get this choppy, which... It could have been choppy in, in a really creative, exciting way... And it's just the follow-through failed. You were saying there's some great design work, artistic work. I could picture some amazing visuals in my head. You get a lot of kernels of ideas. That's what Grant is doing 
when they're writing a video game and even writing for comic books too you're you're kind of given your basic idea and then letting people pick it up and run with it and um I guess the when the baton got passed it uh, got passed to I mean we've heard in recent years how hellish it can be for developers I have friends who have worked in game design they can be just on such a short deadline they're just they they have no choice but to clone a little bit of GTA and and the clone comes out of the tube looking a little wonky and speaking like Bizarro you know it happens right. oh no of course and I <laughs> you think... come out only half a predator <laughs> yeah no of course and I think that there was probably a larger satirical edge that was meant yeah. to be given from this story. Um, and there yeah. are a few fun th- scenes that are like very fun and funny and like self-aware. But you could tell that this was kind of a... The video game plays it rather seriously. Like there are some jokes, but like they're not as jokey as this was clearly intended to. Um, mm-hmm. As you can tell, like Grant Morrison, uh, they really wrote a lot of little things that they could have built on. Like I think like the ad copy... For the yes. dead man groups, right? Like that, that, that was something that they clearly wanted to incorporate from jokes, right? Like it, it was yeah. supposed to be like an inspired choice that they could add and be fun and the developers kind of play around with this. It's interesting that Grant Morrison hasn't had a lot of other work in video games. There was a very, very small time frame and they were both by the same studios uh, the Battlestar Galactica game was done and made by the same studios uh, in 2003. Uh, They're two years apart. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know development-wise, though. Like they, they, they could have both been developed at the same time. Video games are a little complicated. Trying to lay, <laughs> trying to get down all of their history and like development cycles and stuff like that. The game looks like it probably could have been pretty fun it's a little bit of jankiness um obviously i think this is something where i do have i do have the game on order the person is just the person i bought it from on ebay was just clearly like a very high person and they're like oh crap i forgot i sold that to you the person was literally like i will throw in a bunch of other video games just for free because i forgot to send you this thing and it's been a month and i was like okay that's fine yeah that is beautiful (laughs) like send me those random ass ps2 games and that that person has to go to their storage locker to get it because they 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 said that they were going to send me extra stuff and then like two days later like i can't find it at my house i think it's at my storage unit and i'm like Okay, <laughs> like I'll just keep waiting. <laughs> like, so like they they also the person all also offered to just refund me, but I'm like no, I want it now. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I want this game. Um, so eventually, Andrew needs this. <laughs> I need this. It's for research. Uh, so eventually, I'll have my hands on it and actually be able to play it. Uh, but it was just very funny, kind of going through it as a story. And I, I, I thought that there's no one I would rather bring on for this experimental first episode uh, than you will. Um, so thank you for joining us. Well, thank you so much for having me. Uh, th- this was thrilling. It was uh, such a nice surprise. You know, you you said, uh, hey. You know, you're going to like who this writer is. And I'm thinking, oh, who, who, who could possibly be involved? Who am I? And honestly, one thought I had was they didn't have Stephen Moffat, did they? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> that, that would have been different. You're, I mean, although you still would have probably been fighting a very antagonistic, overbearing uh, computer program named Mother. But at the end, Predator would have teamed up with her. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but, then he, the predator would have had a after that a hundred years uh, uh, removed on a planet. Uh, he he would have had a, a regeneration and and had a very regenerate. Yeah, oh, one hundred percent. Yup, yup. Because it would have just been Moffat doing. Well, I'll never get to write Doctor Who. I'm gonna put it <laughs> yeah. in here. <laughs> so it's Doctor Who Predator, and the predator has like a trench coat and like has a sonic yeah. screwdriver and everything, and like. It was really weird. In 2005, oh. everyone was like, this is not what I wanted to play. Like, why is that? instead of the gauntlets, he's got two sonic screwdrivers that, like, come out of his, like, claw. But still just recklessly killing people. We can't drift too far from the source material. Oh, wait. Actually, that's not too far from the doctor. Um, I would say, you know, again, the biggest interesting takeaway is that, that that's why, that's why, dear listeners, you should keep following this podcast because what we just dealt with was something that was on the fringes it was on the edge of and already i i'm not sure if we can count predators mainstream just close enough to mainstream but but you know a little off a little off the rails so we went to the off the rails of the slightly off the rails and that's where you get just interesting swing for the fences see if this will work storytelling design and you know what Sometimes it all fails, and it just becomes humdrum, but that's okay, because you went ahead and you tried something different, and and you ended up with a pre- with a, with a with a non-linear noir cyberpunk Jetsons Predator a hundred years fighting the uh, the scorpions. I'm just gonna go ahead and call this. I bet there originally was a level where you fought those scorpions and you just had to grind fighting scorpions forever. And someone someone there had the good sense to cut that out. But there was an extra still... seven hours of gameplay where you were just. Seven hours of hack and slash through through the scorpions on planet Zaraguin. Oh god, I would love if you like learned that the scorpions had like like everything that you have to do for the like the gangs. You actually learn from like (laughs) destroying the scorpion society. Like there are scorpion gangs and like they they use scorpion warehouses. And um and and people, if this is your uh. I, I I I will just leave it with uh, with this and Andrew. We can cover it another time. If anyone is interested in learning the the Grant Morrison Scorpion Voodoo connection, you can find it. Grant has talked about it a little bit uh, in writing and in podcasts. It involves an intense mystical spiritual experience with voodoo scorpions and the 1980s Marvel film Howard the Duck. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, that's going to be a future episode of this podcast because guess what? It fits because, uh, yeah, we co- the scorpion god comes up in concrete jungle. So, cool. There we go. Amazing. <laughs> uh, Will, do you have any plugs? Uh, where would people go to find more of your work? Uh, you can find my work. Uh, it is left in puzzle boxes in the basements of different churches all across North America. Uh, otherwise, you can follow me on Twitter at willpower underscore radio. You can try to find me on Instagram. Good luck to you. And uh, I work uh, I work in the news. So this has been a nice break from uh, from my usual work, which is uh, a professional doom scroller. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> gathering gathering information and guests for other people to then uh to take on air so uh thank you very much uh andrew this was a, a lot of fun and uh i i i'm i would be happy to come back anytime and maybe in the future i could promote some of the other stuff i'm working on but for right now it's still gestating perfect perfect just uh it, it will you'll have you back in a hundred years after you're done fighting in the scorpion wars uh thank you guys for listening and uh have yourself a great day. Bye.